Hello, I'm Craig Constantine. And I'm Nadine Kelly, host of the Yogi MD podcast. Welcome, Nadine. It's a pleasure to get a chance to talk to you while recording. I've talked to you a lot. I've had a chance to see you coach, um, probably not as often as I need to be seeing you coaching. Um, and today I got all excited because I thought, let's talk about, I'm not sure whether to call it breathing or breath work or creating space through breathing. Um, I've seen you uh, have an opportunity to do this with the coaching calls that we've been in for some of the akimbo courses. And aside from the fact that it really like zones everybody into the same space, which is great for having a call where we're trying to like all learn together. I also think it has, um, um, amazing benefits just like right on the spot. It's something you can do real quick. Um, so I'm just wondering, um, I kind of think I know how you got into it since you're also an accomplished yogi instructor, but what are your thoughts on breathing and in the context of podcasting, like as somebody who also sits behind the mic and tries to guide conversations? There are so many benefits to great breathing, um, especially for a podcaster. We are doing work that tends to be pretty solitary even if it's not solitary, if you're not doing a host on mic episode, if you're doing an interview, sometimes there are nerves involved. Uh, most of the time, I will say there are nerves involved. Mm -hmm. No matter how long you've been doing it, if you care about your work, you're, yes. you're nervous. And so connecting with your breath is a great way to diminish the fight or flight response and boost the parasympathetic response, which is rest and digest calm. It brings focus, it brings clarity, and it brings great preparation. And we can't really talk about good breathing without talking about great posture. So I'm super, yes. super into making sure my space is very comfortable too, as I'm about to start my recording and my posture. So um, am I wearing comfy clothes? Do I have my water nearby? Is my chair set up correctly? Are my feet flat on the floor? And is my spine lengthened? And it's not so much just because you want to be stiff and really thinking about this upright posture, but the good posture allows for the rib cage to be in the great place and your head to be in the right place for proper breathing to be amplified. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> I'm so meta now I'm self-conscious. Um, <laughs> Because I'm like, oh no, I have to talk to Nadine. So it was like, before we even got on the call, I'm like, okay, chair and my water. And I'm like, right, all these things. And I'm like, you know, I should just do this all the time, not just when recording podcasts, because it always works out mm. so much better when I'm space because there's room under my rib cage. So in fact, I have to move my chair back because I find that if I, if I tend to like perch a little bit more on the front of the chair with the, what are your sit bones called? Get your sit Facial bones on the chair. Mm -hmm. Yes. Um, so I'm just looking at the clock. So we're roughly three minutes in. So those of you who are listening, uh, we're going to do something at the end. Not going to tell you quite what it is, but you might want to, if you're mowing the lawn, maybe head for the house or if you're driving, maybe try to be where you're going in 12 minutes. Um, and so that at the end of this, you have a chance where you maybe have a little bit of space where you can sit down uh, for what I'd like to do at the end. Uh, but having detour to say that. Um, I, I can distinctly remember situations where I've done really long podcasts and I'm in that total slunched 
slunched, slouched, hunched, <laughs> hey, new word, mm-hmm. the completely slunched over thing. Um, and if my memory serves, your vagus nerve runs mm-hmm. right down the center under your rib cage, buried in there deep. And when you lean forward and crush that with your what's at the end of your sternum, the xiphoid process. Process, yes. Ooh, you know, a physiology <laughs> podcast. Um, you don't really you don't really realize you're doing that, but then I would I would like get up and then there'd be like this not woozy, but like you can totally feel the mm-hmm. change in posture. And and that was like the first time that I realized that, oh, <laughs> I am an I am an embodied being, and if I squish the body, there's no way that I can possibly be my my best self. Um, so what what do you think is? Um, I was going to say, what's like a common mistake that you see people make? Maybe not just in podcasting, because you probably don't. We don't get to actually look mm-hmm. over the shoulders of the people that are doing podcasting, but I'm thinking maybe in yoga practices, you see more people like right up close and get a chance to dissect them. That's a little harsh, but what, what are common mistakes you see people make? With posture, rounding of the shoulders forward, mm-hmm. slouching, and forward head carriage. Mm-hmm. So having your head projecting too far forward. So think of a person who's reading and the head is tilted, and the chin is uh, down and forward, Mm. when you get into the habit of keeping your head that way, that causes neck pain and um, discomfort. And it also, again, impacts your posture, the ability to breathe, the ability to feel energetic, Because when your body is out of balance like that, when your skeleton is tilted forward, you're asking your muscles to do Mm. more work than is necessary. And it doesn't seem like that because, oh, I'm slouching, so I'm not using energy. That's actually not true. You're using more energy because your muscles are imbalanced. And then you're also taxing your joints because they're not aligned properly. I think that's... (laughs) Maybe 10 years ago, I'm like, all oh, right, I need to, like, the spine is composed of a whole bunch of joints. And mm-hmm. I, just this morning, because I do this every morning, I was, uh, I don't know, child's pose, you know, like toes straight, shins flat on the floor. And I just kind of like worked my way down there, making a whole bunch of those old person noises, right? Like, <laughs> and I get down there and it's like, well, maybe I can get my elbows on the floor. And eventually I can get my elbows on the floor. And then it's kind of like forearms and shins. Mm. And sometimes, it's so delightful to just like shift a couple of vertebrae over and you can kind of like kind of do like a little serpentine wiggle mm-hmm. through your spine. And this morning it was because I was stacking firewood yesterday. This morning <laughs> was like, it was just like this whole sequence of, of things. They didn't hurt. And you and, it, and then I was like, oh. and then it, like you, you just like melt. And then, it, I mean, I don't, I'm not a yoga practitioner. I'm, I'm really bad, but you know, then the other things that I wanted to do were suddenly way more accessible for like mm-hmm. range of motion and reach. And I was able to breathe again. Um, and I, I just think, I don't know how many people who podcast ever really think about that kind of stuff. I, I've, I've, uh, took some Tai Chi classes is where I learned a little bit of that and just mm-hmm. like becoming how to do a body scan. Like, you know, mm-hmm. just be like, how does this feel? How does that feel? Why is, you know? Um, and I think that served me well when I remember to do it. So do you have um, a pre-flight 
like a mental pre-flight checklist before you podcast that you run through? I know you were talking about having your space arranged, but do you have like a, all right, now before the guest shows up, I'm starting at the tip of my hair and working down? Or I actually don't do the body scan right before I am ready to podcast. I just make sure I'm calm. I make sure, again, the, so you mentioned the environment is comfortable, but also because I'm a person who likes to be prepared. And that's the other part, good part about yoga is cultivating more self-awareness. Mm. I know that what is going to help me remain calm is having everything on hand that I need. So on my screen, I will have my little Zoom. I typically do my interviews by Zoom. So I'll typically have that at the top. And then on the bottom, adjacent to one another, I will have my notes and I have really gotten away from scripted questions and having to read questions. It's just a roadmap. So just a few mm. words, bullet points. So that's open on the left. And then on the right next to it is Audacity. I have that open so that I can record myself on Audacity as a backup. Mm. And then I know that I don't have to worry. So then the breathing is easier. The posture is easier. I don't feel tension. And that's really how I prepare beforehand. Mm. I'm, I'm thinking the, the practice of no practice. Like, yeah, that sounds exactly like chop wood, carry water, sort of done this enough that I should be able to get out of my own way. And I think that's a very uh, enlightened. Uh, Another thing that I have just started doing, well, I can't say just, it's been a month now. So I, I believe it's a, it's definitely a habit that I've established now. This has made quite a difference for me in my energy. I used to wait or fit my workouts into my day, if that makes sense. So, oh, I have this pocket of time. I'll fit it in here. Mm -hmm. But as of late, I've started getting up in the morning. I still drink my coffee. I love my coffee. So I'll have my cup of coffee while I'm answering emails and looking over various Akimbo workshops uh, because I'm a coach and a couple. And right after the coffee, uh, and I'm done with my administrative few things for a few moments, so maybe a half hour, then I go straight to my workout. Hmm. And I've been doing moderate to intense workouts six days a week at this point for the last month or so. And it has changed my general state on a regular basis noticeably. Mm -hmm. So I don't feel as lethargic, say, if I'm going to do a two or three o'clock in the afternoon podcast interview, mm -hmm. you know, we, we normally have that slump <laughs> because of that workout. It just gives me more energy. So I found that that preparation, even though I didn't necessarily plan for it that way, has made quite a difference. Hmm. That is a very, I, um, my wife and I, I don't like to run. I, I hate running. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not shaped like a runner. I mean, I'm shaped like a human, but I'm not really shaped like a runner. Um, but yeah, on the mornings where, you know, she'll, she'll be like, so I think I'm running this morning, which is her way of saying like, you should get up from your desk <laughs> and you, sir, should run, you know, and on the mornings when I drag myself out there and do it, yeah, it, it changes the, 
changes the tone of the whole mm-hmm. day. There's just something. I mean, part of it is, is like rock star. I mm-hmm. did it. You know, it was like, I'm not telling you how slow I run, you know, but, but like, well, if I can do that, I can remember to sit up straight and breathe. And it's important. Yeah. 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 No, I like where you're going with that because yes, that, um, the breathing and the better posture not only provides the physical benefits, but there are the mental and emotional benefits. It does boost your confidence. It does make you feel like a Yeah, you star. mentioned parasympathetic. And uh, I'm like, yes, there's something about when you finish running or, or whatever the – I mean, you could just lay on your back and, and do, you know, um, my brain doesn't work. What's the – the corpse pose. There's mm-hmm. a savasana, right? Uh, savasana. Mm-hmm. Yeah, savasana, and and just practice breathing, and and like you can you can do other simple poses that that activate and and move the blood and breath. Absolutely. And then and then when you're when you finish that, your body automatically goes and parasympathetic. Like you just <laughs> automatically get that yin yang um, balance. Uh, my brain's all over the place. Well, um, okay, so I asked you about. The joy of we're not editing. I asked you about what common mistakes you see people make. Mm-hmm. And I think it was pretty clear that like if you can only do one thing, it'd be like fix your posture and spend some time yeah. doing a little breathing. Like if you're a podcaster yeah. and you're about to press record. Oh, and um, can I say one quick absolutely. thing while I'm thinking about that? So not only does it sitting up nice and tall or standing nice and tall benefit your posture, it, it increases your focus. It's just good physically. It's good mentally. It's good energetically. But here's something that a lot of people ask me about in yoga classes. Nadine, let's do some core work. And I always tell them, if you sit up straight and if you stand, stand straight, you are strengthening core your core. So. Yeah. That's a great point. There's also, I, I was just thinking, um, I'm <laughs> meta. I'm laughing because Nadine can see me, right? Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm animated, you know, like I'm, Craig is Italian and there's like, you got to keep nothing within two feet or I'll wipe it out. Um, and the microphone is very carefully placed so that I don't smack it with my hands. <laughs> Cannot be on the desk in front of me. Um, but I find that if I, I once tried to do, I think I did four full length interviews in one day. Mm. And and first of all, you know, that was physically exhausted, but the guests, um, people generally are really good at picking up on how you really are, like how you really are feeling, how you really are energized, how you really are breathing. And no matter how much you want, like in that case, no matter how much I wanted to show up for that last interview, I was just burnt. Um, and as soon as I change my posture, even if I move the mic down so I sound the same, as soon as I change my posture like this, it's it's the other person. Can tell. It's almost like we have millions of years of evolution learning to read other people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so I think that it's it's contagious in that way too. If you know the two of us are smiling and and upbeat and upright and breathing, then it it's infectious, and people probably I would assume can hear it. Um, and my brain just went, I've been saying for years that there's something about the auditory medium. And I think it has to do with the fact that our ears are connected to a very old part of our brain. Mm. Um, that auditory uh, is very t- good audio, really draws you in. Uh, and it can be very calming, can also be very exciting. Um, but now I'm thinking there's also an aspect of breath work. Like even if you can't hear me breathe, I don't know if that'll survive the gate filter, but even if you can't hear me breathing, you can tell when I pause and take a deep breath. And and that's also, I think, 
that I think that's also got to come through to the person on the other side, uh, the person listening to your work. They're they're going to hear that. The gut. That's Damn. so fascinating, Craig. We've waited too long to talk to each other. But okay. Um, <laughs> I just did a show. I have a companion show to my podcast. Um, it's called Notable Quotables. And for that, I do video. I always do video, but I actually transmit the video or publish the video on YouTube for Notable Quotables because it's about talking to my listeners and getting the feedback from them. What did they mm. learn from the sh- previous episode? What did they like? What's the takeaway? And mm-hmm. I get to learn more and it gives me more uh, information about my podcasting and how to get better. But one of my recent guests said to me, I didn't necessarily know that this would happen, but it was intuition. I did an episode about the strong black woman syndrome and how stressful that is. And I had a therapist on and I had my sister on. So two generations talking about that from their perspective. And so as you can probably tell, it was a heavy episode. It was heavy. It was a Good heavy stuff, subject. Right. So I, as you know, I'm, I'm a drummer and I've been playing with music for my podcast episodes. And one of my songs that I did has a, has me sighing in it. Mm. So when I was putting in the transitions for the strong black woman syndrome, something told me to put in that breath, that sighing. And so I did. And my guest said, Oh my God, thank you for putting that in. She brought it up. Hmm. She said, because when it came, I needed it and I was ready for it. I needed to take a breath. I needed to take that pause to process what was happening, what what the guests were saying. So yes, the breath is important, Craig. Yes, it is. My least favorite part (laughs) is that I have to talk. I got to say something. But nothing I can say can fall out. So I just leave the biggest pregnant pause I can stand, and <laughs> and then I wreck it. Um, yes, totally. So, dear listener, I'm like, oh wow, look at how much time has gone by. Um, hopefully, you have found your way to a space, maybe with a chair. It's probably a little easier to do sitting down. So I warned Nadine in advance. I said, hey, could you? So <laughs> I would like you, the people listening, to follow along with us here, um, and let's just let's just give this a try. Sit comfortably and tall in your chair. Stack your shoulders over your hips and make sure that your head is centered over your pelvis. The back of your head is lined up with the back of your pelvis or your sacrum. Lengthen your neck, relax your jaw and tongue, relax your forehead. Make a very small space between your teeth. Relax your hands in your lap. Stack your knees over your ankles. And simply for now, notice there's no need to control. There's no need to do anything differently or change anything differently in this moment. Simply notice the gentle rise from belly to chest as you breathe in. And the gentle fall from chest to belly as you breathe out. 
At this point, if it feels comfortable, you can close your eyes. If that's uncomfortable, simply soften your focus and look down. Now picture a teardrop shaped balloon. The bottom of the balloon surrounds your abdomen. The top of the balloon comes around your rib cage and ties in between your collarbones. Inhale to fill your balloon from bottom to top. Exhale to deflate from top to bottom. You're breathing in and out through your nose, unless you're congested. The breath is slow, deep, continuous, without pause, soundless, and even on the inhale and the exhale. 